Previously on polyamory. It's like a, a naturally grown, fortified like wall. wall. Yeah. There appears to be sort of a recess here, and you notice that there's like a smaller dirt pathway leading away to the south. You can recognise that, that this is very definitely some kind of door. Uh, it's clearly magical, and you would guess there's either a password, or you have to get the attention of someone on the other side. There, There is a strange moment, and some of the trees literally seem to sort of just roll back, and you see into what looks like a really glamorous party. There appears to be a sort of grey-faced butler-type creature. It looks very much like a, an elf of sorts. Do you have an invitation? Uh, we don't have an invitation, but, you know, when you live a lifestyle like ours, our presence is an invitation, darling. <laughs> and here there's lots of people, like, folding tablecloths and napkins, polishing glasses and silverware. And then, sort of after a while, you come to what is very clearly, like, a more public area. And here there are these incredibly fancy high elves. But you're sort of skirting around them. Like, it's it's weird the way Pennyworth moves. Like, he can be as far away from any of the other high elves at any time. It's like he knows how to be, like, just naturally stealthy or unseen by the, the seeming ruling class here. At one point you come uh, to this beautifully carved wooden bridge. It's almost like the arms of the trees laid down, like, across this this river and then intertwined with themselves and then like at some point somebody came along and went okay right i'm gonna buff and polish that now but you suspect it's probably still alive it's weird Mm. um and the the river that you pass over it seems to almost be full of like mercury it's bright silver and just flows through this area that seems unhealthy at that moment you hear the sound of like a volley of arrows being fired <gasps> okay and then just like a whack a thump and then cheering from some of the party guests you can see one of the uh, waiting staff face down in the grass arrow in its back oh. oh i don't like this party i don't think these are nice people uh hello all right you'd be the music then yeah we're the music put on the best shows around well, great. We're we're the we're the dancers. Don't remember no dancers being organised. Is the whole falling of the river thing connected to everyone else being real colourful? I understand some of the ladies have been visiting Croak Mansion, some kind of new beauty regimen that Miss Croak has introduced. Miss Miss Croak. We've got more frogemoth stairs to ruin. Well, with that out of the way, presumably they won't be furious to see us milling through the party because uh, we were well received. So maybe we all start to just casually head towards the gate. Eventually you come to a clearing with this huge, like, stargate, basically. <laughs> it's the be- it was the best visual description, but it's yeah. it's like big chunks of stone in a big circle. It's somehow floating slightly above the ground. You press the button and there's like a, a single immensely bright, but like it doesn't shed light into the clearing where you are. Like single point of white light. Mm. And it gets 
seems to get more and more strong, but again, still not casting any light. It's just this single point of light that's, that is staying in one place. And it's getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And all of a sudden, there's just like a flash. And then there's just a weird rippling membrane in space. I think we should make a bolt for it. And it's slightly glowing blue. Yeah. Team, fucking go! Good evening and welcome to the roleplay series Polyamory. Hooray. Joining me today are our usual crew. Hi, Nick. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. You know, I have a plant. <gasps> what kind of plant? It's also a succulent. Ooh. Ooh. I have a succulent. Succulent it's little, squad. It's in a little Bulbasaur planter. It looks adorable. It is adorable. It does look adorable. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can hear Becky. How are you doing? Um. I'm doing okay. I've got a little snickersnack sat in her tank next to me and she's very excited. I've just rearranged it to give her something to do. Re-explore. Well, there's a you on tea in this episode, so... <gasps> there's a you on tea in this episode? Yeah. Ooh. So she can enjoy that later. Heck. I'd rather enjoy you on me. Hey. Oh. Later. Uh, and Laura. <laughs> Hello, I'm here as well. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready to make the terribly, terribly unwise decision we've made and see how it plays out. Yeah, so speaking of that, <laughs> last week you held yourself through a portal that was simply labelled to the Celestial Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> you were being shouted at for being oiks by, by yes. some very fancy high elves as you uh, launched yourself through this thing. And as soon as you come through, the portal behind you flickers and vanishes. There is no way back. Well, that's a problem we'll have to solve. It is blindingly bright, especially for you, Bramara. As, as a dwarf. Do I have sunglasses? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Did we get me sunglasses? Are, are there any in your inventory? Um, I don't know. Dusty has a shield, so I can just hold it over you as a little umbrella. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's the problem. Yeah, the light seems to be coming from anywhere that isn't the ground or the building in front of you. Yes, the, there's there's no light source to shade from. No. So from everywhere. Everywhere that isn't the ground. That would stop a smarter man than Duster. <laughs> everywhere that isn't the ground or the weird looking slightly ramshackle wooden building in front of you. You are in the middle of a, a seemingly endless desert, but even this endless desert has a slight curvature to it if you look at the horizon, so that you know the Earth is not flat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, though. I think there's something to it. <laughs> well, Nick, Nick, at least you're not the person I know whose old uh, landlady used to not believe in the moon. She yep. just didn't believe the moon existed. I, I'm i not sure how to respond to that, actually. What did she think it was? She thought it was a projection. Like, we were oh. projecting something up into the sky. There wasn't really it a was the bat symbol, rock up but there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Yeah, no, I, mm, I have superior dark vision, which is good for seeing in the dark. Probably less good for seeing in the, oh my goodness, everything is happening. Every, everything that isn't the deserts or the building in front of you is just 
blinding Ooh. white light. Um, feel free to mm, DM discretion. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the ability to cast major armor on myself at will, but it's it's called armor of shadows. Shadow? Sure. Yay! <laughs> so you cast armor of shadows, and where bits of you were glinting a moment ago, you're just like, Foom, no light. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm goth. I'm emo wherever I go, yo. Yeah. If required, I will open a little hatch so that, like, you know, I, I can talk to people and they can see, like, ah, yes, there's a person in there, but I need to be able to see. Dusty, there's a lot of sand here. You do anything with that? Well, I just got a nine on my little intelligence roll, so Dusty's going to keep the shield above Bromara's head convinced that he is helping. Aww, adorable. <laughs> like, if they held the shield up, shadows happened. They, um, kind of? <laughs> I saw a cause and effect right then and there. Let's, let's say the two events timed with each other. You held the shield up and I put my shadow armor on. It's like, oh, I didn't know my shield could do that. So now everyone can sort of see properly. That's helpful. You, you take a moment to look at the world around you. And it is this huge desert, like red sands, and then this almost like packed clay road that stretches infinitely off to your left and right. Mm. And in front mm. of you is this... It looks like a saloon. It's got the like the swingy doors and like a horse trough outside. And you can see a pair of feet poking behind the horse trough. And yeah, the, the, the windows look a bit dusty. But if, in every way that you can think of, it looks like an old West saloon. Tumbleweed? I'm interested in the feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next question is good. Is there tumbleweed? Just want to go and investigate the, the, the tumbleweed? I mean, of course there has to be tumbleweed. <laughs> I rolled a 17 to tumbleweed. Yep, that's tumbleweed, all right. <laughs> Fuck you yeah. Go and catch it. Excellent. But it is making like a really nice sort of kick-clunk noise as it rolls past. If we could catch it, it wouldn't be nearly so satisfying. No, then it'd just be weed. <laughs> well, I mean, weed is satisfying in its own way. Hey. Um, can we investigate the feet behind the trough? Okay. So heading, carefully crossing the road, making sure I imagine to check left and right yeah. for all of the nothing. Playing some Frogger. No errant yeah. tumbleweeds. No errant tumbleweed, no scorpions. I wouldn't trust a celestial plane tumbleweed not to just do nine, 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 nine damage <laughs> as it hit me. It's a cat. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> okay, so the, the feet appear to be in some very fancy black boots, but are splattered with something. And there is a strong smell of vomit. But there, mm. there is a body um, lying there. It's clearly someone's taken the time to put them in the recovery position. There is some... It looks like there was some puke next to them. And that's been sort of like pushed away a bit. And they've had like water thrown on them. But they are a bit of a state. Do they by any chance look like the person we're looking for? 100%. Absolutely. That's definitely Pussmare. Okay. That's my job done. I recognise the person from the painting. Look, looks just like the painting, but I mean more horizontal and vomity. Yeah. Job yeah. done. I think we have pilgrimed successfully. <laughs> High fives all round. Oh. I'm the best chipmunk. So I'm guessing we've got to go find her some god coffee. Wake her up a bit. <laughs> Uh, shaker, nicely, like, hey, Pusma, hi. Um, roll strength. Mm. I I should also add that being a god, she's about twice as tall as you. Well, as you, because you're a dwarf, so probably about three or four times as tall as you. Oh, I'm 
suddenly three or four times my size is smaller than I feared. I feared worse. Uh, also, as you've got closer to the, the saloon door, you realise that like the bottom of the saloon door is about <laughs> eye level for you, uh, Brilmara. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, it's I, like... I rolled a ten for strength. That's a nudge. Okay, you, you shake Puss Mare a bit and uh, nothing happens. You get like a loud... <laughs> She is steaming. I am all out of ideas. Who's got plans? Hmm. I have water and I think I still have a rusk. Uh, I think I've got rusks as well. A rusk, when you've just woken up from being really drunk, sounds like a good thing. It would soak up the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, it'd be real tasty. And all you have to do is dribble on it, so... Yeah, exactly. Oh, should we, should we both go and put rusks in Pussmare's mouth? <laughs> I am not going up to a god and just booping a rusk into her mouth like she's an happy baby. Romara is going to. a rusk in her mouth. Wouldn't these be human-sized rusks? So they would be... Yeah. Yeah, it's just an itty-bitty rusk. It's, just, it's, it's like one of those little, um, like the mini cookies you used to get. Yeah, it's just a fun-sized rusk. Like a cookie crisp. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like a cookie crisp. Yeah. Or is there that just go. an American I... thing? No, we oh, have them We're aware of it. Got it. Uh, yes, I've put a tiny rusk in uh, Pussmouth's mouth. Uh, okay, so, sort of top side or ground side? <laughs> uh, ground side okay. seems more sensible. It's in there. There's a lot of dribble. <laughs> That's fine. That means the rusk is working. There is there is no reaction to this. <laughs> Team, D. try more rusks. <laughs> D has no rusks. Dusty's going to try, try bullshit her awake. Go ahead. Okay, so we got those um, rings of grease, didn't we? That sounds like a really bad idea. Go on. <laughs> sentence. Grease in the mouth? You got oil, I'm boiling not oil rings. Boiling oil in anyone's mouth. Gosh. I fear that's where you were going. Yeah. No, I'm going to just spray it on the, the floor nearby and be like, yeah, love, uh, you, you want some chips? Just waft oh. the chip smell oh. towards her. Oh, lie to a god. That can't go wrong. I asked her if she wanted some chips and I gave her the smell of chips. I don't think that that is technically a lie. When she says, yes, I would like some chips, we'd go, ah, well, good news. The chipmunks have been making you chips. They're waiting for you right back at home. It's not a far journey at all. They got chips. (laughs) Roll deception, I guess. Is it deceptive? You don't actually have chips. You've just got hot oil. Yeah. I asked if she wanted chips. <laughs> I was very careful. Sure. How do you want to go about this? Persu- do you want to persuade her awake? I do, just because I stand by my own integrity. I've got the same modifier for both. This was a completely... I just ignored percussion three times because I was looking for persuasion and it turns out I should really have just zoomed my text in a little bit better. <laughs> I got a five to persuasion. Just... Nothing, just like, not even a snort this time, just... Not even a snortle. Not even a tiny snortle. Ah, that's unfortunate. Hmm. I am currently leaning towards maybe go in and see if anyone's got anything strong, like, you know, some coffee or something that could wake someone up that's a bit out of it. Or at the very least could give some advice on, like, hey, how do we wake up a a drunk god? Oh, the portal closed behind us, right? Yep. Is there still a stargate in this vicinity? No. Gods wouldn't need it. Hmm. Oh, you know what I can do that I never do? Uh, as a Duragar, uh, I can cast Enlarge on myself once per long rest. Oh, oh, oh it's only for one minute. Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna enlarge myself 
in order to try giving a shake again, but with uh, considerably larger force. Okay, yep. Uh, so is that strength again? Roll strength again. Do I get advantage for being for being big? Uh, no, I'm just gonna lower the DC significantly. Okay, nineteen. Okay, you you shaker more more aggressively this time. Yeah. In your larger <laughs> hench form. <laughs> She wakes up, like, all her mascaras run, and, like, sideways down her face, and then, like, kind of pulled on one cheek. She's got drool all down her. She smells horribly of vomit. She leans up and goes, Hey! Puts her arms around you, leans over on your shoulder, and immediately falls asleep. You now have a god hugging you and snoring in your ear. <laughs> um, I, I sort of do my best to shout into her ear. You enjoying the rusk, love? Ah. <laughs> do you want do you want another rusk? Um uh, some shit. Oh, some chips. And she she falls back on the floor. She's now lying on her back. That's not the recovery position. Do do I have enough time being enlarged still to try and push her back onto her side at least into the recovery position? Uh, so another strength. That's gonna be a strength roll. Seven. That's not gonna do it. You you start pushing her over. She's starting to go, and uh, as she's just about to go over the top, uh, your enlarge reduce fails. Oh no! And and she's sort of, your foot your feet are now stuck kind of under her. And oh. she's not in the recovery position. She's not in the recovery position. Her head is, like, facing straight up. That's real bad. And she's starting to get a bit gurgly. Oh no, uh, oh no, Dusty worries. Uh, Dusty gets a tenter strong. Apparently trying to hold this shield up is not helping him. Do you help? Okay, yep. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, can I do anything to help from feet's pushed down spot? Can I help with this strength even with my feet pinned down? <gasps> you, you can. She's lying on dirt. <gasps> yes. Uh, well, yes. She's lying on okay. dirt. Okay. Dusty's just going to mould earth so that the dirt turns into a little trough at the side of her and she just gently rolls down into it a little bit. Yay! Hooray! You didn't murder anyone on this day. (laughs) Oh god, that would have been a real sad end to this quest if it's like, oh no, we accidentally got her out of the recovery position and she drowned. We drowned a god in their own vomit and then one of us just desiccated to death underneath the body. Uh, oh. yeah, that would be nice than Yes, you're free. Your feet are now free. Yay! Oh, mm. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I think I could go for a drink. Oh, at the very least, I think we're going to need a hand with this. I don't think we alone are going to wake her up. No. Day, darling? Yeah, absolutely. Who's going in first? Mm. Uh, Dusty will go first. Okay. Okay, so Dusty pushes sort of what, like the, like the bottom quarter of these things. You imagine if you let them swing behind you, they would just knock you headfirst into the floor. Um, okay. So you sort of carefully push your way in, you go inside. Romara just walks underneath because... Just ducks under. Yeah, just ducks under. Um, you enter the bar, it is like a classic western saloon bar. There is... People sitting around on, like, wooden tables on stools, playing card games. There are, like, there's someone sitting in the corner doing, like, um, five-finger fillet with a, oh. a knife. That, that There's, like, a, a huge lizard folk just doing, doing just five-finger fillet. I'll probably grow this back if it goes wrong. <laughs> oh. There is a very familiar-looking um, bartender. He's he's definitely human. Is this a Gadley? He's a, he's a, no, the Gadleys <laughs> weren't human. They were orcs. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes. 
I was thinking Ganley as well. I was very excited for it to be a Ganley. Um, so if he were of human proportions, you would guess he's probably about 17 or 18. Quite quite greasy looking. Right. Has, has some mm. pretty bad acne going on. But, oh my gosh. But has like, uh, like a two or three times taller than you. Okay. Uh, has like a bar towel over and a bit of an apron on. Okay. White shirt with sleeves rolled up. But what most grabs your attention as you come in is there is a real rowdy looking giant orc standing at the bottom of this flight of stairs shouting up at the balcony. Levick! 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 Calm down! I'm about to just just destroy Harry. I'm Levick! <sighs> and he looks real dejected and he goes and sits down at the table and there there is just there's an elf there. Uh, Sort of older looking, very tired, but but still clearly a very young for an elf. But still, a god, just head in hands, just shaking, 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 shaking. Okay. There are a few other people sitting around this table. There is a tabaxi with a large sack sitting on the table. A tasaxi. With a tasaxi, indeed. Um, she appears to be like... Uh, she's got her arm around a being small enough to be a mortal, perhaps. And she's playing with a little ball of string on the table while holding her cards. There is a, uh, like a, an almost made of bronze looking dwarf. Um, and there is a UNT sitting in a, a booth holding a snake up um, by the head. And the snake sort of dangling and whipping around. That's a lot oh, of characters to remember. There's someone else as well. A large round woman. Dressed kind of like a vicar. Um, she's got no neck and no chin. And she's very ruddy-faced. Like someone who drinks a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and spends time out in the sun. And she's mm. got like a little sherry glass in front of her. With um, like this glowing white liquid in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could you repeat the names that were being shouted up the stairs? The orc was shouting up the stairs to Luthic. Luthic. Yes. Okay. Luthic. Hmm. Can... I roll religion to see if I know anyone. Yeah. Do you will also do it? And so Ramaric, let's all do it. Group adventure. 18. 12. Nothing quite strikes the fear of God into you like being surrounded, I guess. Um, 19. Oh, excellent. So I think between the two of you, you do all right at this. So you, all of you recognise Grumpsh, the orc god, with his eye patch. You know that he lost the eye, eye in a famous battle of sorts. Uh, you recognise the exhausted-looking elf in the golden armour is Ari, the uh, patron of the elves. The bronze dwarf person is Adamant. You all recognise Calm. Calm is the uh, elven god of service workers. Dahlia is the yuan god, their patron. Camilla is the one that's dressed like a vicar. Yizix is the lizard folk. And you don't recognise anyone else you see at the moment. And you know that uh, Luthic is or was at some point Grumpsh's wife. Okay. Um, first thing when we get in, I feel like it would be wise for us to stick to the edges of the room and all climb up to tables and chairs uh, to talk to people and to not mill around on the floor in the middle of the room in case we get trampled. I agree. Hang on, they're twice the size of a normal human, right? At least. Two to three times. So if I put D up on my shoulders, right? <laughs> and Brumara up on top of that? Get all three of us in a in a stack. Can we be three people in a trench coat? Do you have a trench coat? <laughs> uh, three people in a set of armor of shadows. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Could quickly I don't know sew we'd... together the chipmunk robes we have. <gasps> we do have three sets of chipmunk robes. 
do, do you want acrobatics for this, or if I'm at the bottom, is it survival? So are you sewing all the, the robes together, then? In full view of everyone else? <laughs> Taking some time out for crafts. I think if we all just wear our robes while stacked on top of each other, I think... They'll it'll, blend. Yeah, it'll get the effect. Oh, oh, okay, sure. We Go are ahead. definitely one roll, person. Roll acrobatics? <laughs> you sure I can't roll athletics? I mean... No, because you're not doing, like... Athletic stuff. Oh, that's a I'm seven. at the bottom. Nine. Five. <laughs> you attempt to climb on top of each other. Uh, and did you say you were on top, Romara? Yeah. Uh, you have got, like, your face, uh, your foot in Dusty's face trying to climb D. <laughs> and there's just a moment where you just, like, s- your foot slips and sort of bashes Dusty's nose off and it's just, like, dust to the ground. Oh, no! <laughs> no! And you slip and you grab hold of D on the way down and you all fall down and everyone in the room turns to look at you. Hi. Sorry, we're not used to being places with the height differential. Hi. <laughs> it's okay, love. I think they know where, it, where we are now. Bromara? Is that you, Bromara? Who, who, is, who is this? Uh, turning round out of the, the cuddles of the tabaxi is Trash Boy. Oh, shit. This is a character from the original season. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> is that their wife? The tabaxi? <gasps> oh. The tabaxi oh. wife, yes. <laughs> I see what you've done. Um, oh, hey. Hey, hi. Hi, how you doing? Uh, good, good. A uh, little out of our depth here. Don't know if you could, like, help, help you know, with the what the etiquette is here. This is our, but believe it or not, first time here. <laughs> Yeah, usually only gods come here. Yeah, yeah. So funny story. You know, you know old Pussmare out front who is uh, drunk and passed constantly. Out. She's been out yeah. cold for about a millennia now. Yeah, Sometimes. yeah, yeah. Um, we're trying to stop her followers from like potato harvesting the planet and uh, right. Yeah, she said she was coming back for chips, and they are making too many chips trying to bring her back, and they don't understand that she's here drunk. We kind of need to wake her up and go, "Hey, there's chips at home for you." She was murmuring in her sleep about wanting chips. It seems like if we could wake her up, sober up a bit, she would go get some chips. Cuts are weird. Yeah. Anyway, I meet the wife, Han. Oh, oh, um, sorry. Uh, these are Dean Dusty. <laughs> Dean Dusty, come along. Hello, Dean Dusty. Hi, lovely to meet you. Dean Dusty. Lovely to meet you. I'm Trash Boy. You might know me from all of the adventures that I told you about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, this is the. I didn't tell you how I got here, did I? No, no. I got I... so many followers on Instagram. <gasps> Game of Gods. Who'd have thought? What it? are you the god of? Thirst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, gosh, they are. Gosh, oh, good, mm, goodness. Uh, anyway, well, come and meet the wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's good that we've got an inn and we're not just going to get kicked straight out the door. Hey. Uh, so they introduce you uh, to Mittens, the tabaxi, oh. who is the patron god of, uh, <laughs> of tabaxi. And she's <laughs> sitting there clearly playing very well at cards. So rather than fiddling with like uh, her chips or gold coins or anything or any any of the other crap that's on the table, she's just sitting there fussing with a ball of wool. And there is a sack next to her that is full of stuffed sharks. Oh, I was about to ask about the shark. <laughs> she explains to you that she's trying to win all of the stuffed sharks. 
all of the stuffed sharks. All of the stuffed sharks. All, all of them. That's adorable. That's that is adorable. Heck. Oh, so hi, hi, hi. Uh, we is it okay to chat, or are you uh, in the in the middle of uh, this? We're kind of in the middle of a game. Okay, that's okay. We'll we'll hang out with Trash Boy. It's cool. Nice to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. Ah, so, uh, Trash Boy. Um. Well, uh, hmm. first of all, any advice for us on, like, surviving being in here? Don't upset anyone, especially Callistra. Uh, which one's Callistra? She's not here at the moment, but she comes a lot. Okay, any tips Uh, on how to not piss her off? Well, I mean, how are you with treachery and deception? I mean, we Amazing. Oh, okay. You got a whole treachery and deception thing going on, huh? Yes. She she comes awesome. here? Oh yeah, all the time. <sighs> D is excited. Are, oh. are you a fan? Oh, I'm a follower. Just D is excited for D. A follower? Oh, well, I hope you get to see her. Yeah, if something's pissed her off, then you can guarantee that there's some way that she's going to get people back. People complain that Grimpsh is the kind of guy that will just, like, crush your head and throw you against the wall, but, I mean, that's quick. Whereas Callista would be a bit more calculating about that sort of thing. That's so Callista. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm assuming that my god is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> not, not here. Uh, do you want to look around the room a bit more? Mm. Get a feel from it once now that you've moved away from the door. Uh, yeah. Once, we, once we've got advice from Trash Boy that like we're not gonna get like you know crushed if we just have a wander around. I mean, there's only these few people in here. It is a, like a large open space. Okay. It's a, a suitable sized drinking place for gods. Yeah. It's not that they are huge and they're sort of. Hobbit no, hole no, squeezed in. We're not going to get, like, someone's not going to notice me on step on my head or something. Probably not. I mean, you're short, but you're not, like, invisible. It's like, w- would I step on the head of a toddler? <laughs> I imagine it's more like being children in a room full of adults. Yeah. Yeah. It's that sort of thing. Okay, okay. Um, hmm. Before we do, I do want to ask, ask Trash Boy. Um, just just off the top of your head. Um, no experience here with whatever gets drunk in in you know God Bar. Um, how feasible is waking up our friend outside? Like, is there like super strong God coffee we can give her or something? Given how much she's had, I think Luthic's probably the only one that could wake her up. Hmm. How? Would but Luthic... she won't come down. Hmm. What? Any any reason she won't come down? She says she's very tired and very bored, and Grumpsh doesn't do anything. More apart from gloat about beating Ari at cards. So, hmm. I mean, she always liked music. Hmm. Was Grumpsh the music type? I mean, they all used to play around the old piano, but no one's touched it in years, as you can see. And Trash Boy points at just this, like, block of dirt, like a, a cuboid of dirt. Uh, it, it's just, just, just dust. <laughs> and, and at that moment, the uh, UNT that's sitting in one of the, like, little booth sections finishes stripping the meat off the snake that they were, uh, peeling, gobbles down that last bit of meat, and then just sort of, like, idly throws the skeleton at the piano, where it kind of clunks, and another snake appears in front of them. Huh. Regards to drinking yourselves, be very careful. Ambrosia's an acquired taste, and a bit strong for your palate. 
Hmm. I will ask the DM a question. I have advantage on saving throws against poison. Is getting drunk uh, a thing where I could be resistant to poison? It is poison? a form of poisoning, so yeah. yes. Okay, okay, so I would have advantage if I did attempt to drink. Y- yes. Okay. Oh, Dusty's been training for this moment. <laughs> He's going to go and have a look at that piano. Uh, yeah, D, D was actually going to ask Dusty, could you play that with the dust on it? I mean, I could I could push the keys with the dust on it, love, but uh, I, I skipped my music lessons. More of a hitting things with hammers kind of bloke. Isn't that how ha- pianos work? <laughs> the little hammers do the hitting on them? Uh, you could just remove all the dust off it so it's playable. Just did dab Roombas over, like this is the moment he's been waiting for. Okay, as you get close to the piano, like it's clear that you are making your way straight towards the piano, Grumpsh, who has been up to this point very, very focused on the game, spins around, throws an axe at, at, that cuts the top of your foot off. <gasps> Don't touch the piano. Understood, mate. Sorry, I was just going to get the dust off it. Can't even play. Do uh, you sure you don't want it just shining up a little bit? Uh, he's gone back to focusing on his game, but as you say that, there is an audible growl. Mm. Dusty reverse Roombas away. <laughs> Taking your foot and reattaching it, I imagine. Um, no, just sad little whimpers. He's trying not to let it show, but that foot did hurt. Um, Bromara is going to attempt to go near to, to Grimsh and go, uh, sorry for my friend's intrusion, really sorry about that. Can he uh, get you a drink or something to apologise? He growls uh, with the initial interruption, but when you say drink, it's sort of like, uh, and gives you kind of a, a shrug, like, uh, you, you get the impression it's a sort of like, alright, whatever. What's your, what's your poison? Trash Boy's just like, just doing the, the like, <laughs> kill it, kill it, kill it, no, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> just I, miming like that. The, okay, the, the, the I, little I, head. I, I do the thing, I stop, <laughs> I slink away. <laughs> As, as you're stinking away, Trash Boy's like, they only serve one thing here. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's really touchy. Okay. That's okay. Uh, any other tips like this I should know? Crimpsh is probably the worst of them. Doesn't like being distracted, especially when he's winning. Does he ever stop playing? Um, not in the few months that I've been here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Any idea why he doesn't like the piano being touched? It's really Lithic's thing, the whole music stuff, and obviously they seem to be having some kind of argument at the moment, so I think maybe we just try and calm him down. Would the drink help with that? He likes a drink. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go try and get him a drink. Um, with that, I wanna try and head to the bar. Everyone going with you? Yeah, D will go. Roomba's quietly. <laughs> D will give Dusty Pats. Uh, hello, how can I help you? How how much is a uh, grumpsh sized drink? Fifty gold for a, a, a an ambrosia. Oh my. Uh, do do you different do different uh, prices for people of my stature? Do you really like a kids menu? I suppose we could do you a sherry glass like Camilla uses. Uh, that would be great. How 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 much for one of those? Twenty five. Uh, perfect, perfect. I'll uh, I'll get a I'll get a grumpsh and a and a and a, and a kids version. <laughs> Uh, Dusty slides over a hundred. Two kids' versions. A tip. Oh, you're the American here. <laughs> I was operating under British rules just now, so you know. Thank you. You now have. Don't forget to take that gold off. You now have a god-sized pint of ambrosia and a god-sized sherry glass of ambrosia. It still looks enough to get all of you really drunk. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll keep this like until you know we don't need to we don't need to get super drunk right now. I should point out that it's sort of glowing, and as it was poured out, it made a sort of like gloopy noise. Um, yeah, what's its viscosity? It's pretty thick by the looks mm. of it. Is, is oh, isn't like... ambrosia the stuff with eyeballs in it? Oh, you mean like semolina? No, uh, yeah. What what what? Jane, like the god thing, ambrosia is like just heavenly nectar. Yeah, it's just god nectar. Well, that's that's what it is in the Bible, anyway. Yeah. Uh, should we should we maybe leave the our drink with uh, under trash boys' care until we're ready for it, perhaps? Or do we? Or do you guys want to drink now? <laughs> I do not want to drink. I think that. Uh... Grumsh might not want us around if we were just going to stand there. There's a few extra, like, stools at the table. Huh. There are is one spa- uh, empty stool either side of Grumsh. Then there's Ari sitting next to uh, Mittens, who's sitting next to Trash Boy. Then there's three empty seats. Then there's Adamant. Then there's a gap. And then there's we're back to Grumsh. Hmm. I-, I more meant that he may be more friendly with us if we actually drank with him. Yeah. That's maybe not the worst idea. Let's get the drink up to Groomsh. And Promara's gonna very carefully have a little bit of ambrosia once they're up on chairs near Groomsh. So you're gonna sit by Groomsh? Uh, looks over to Trash Boy for, like, uh, yeah? <laughs> uh, shaking head. Vigorously shaking head. Trash Boy, like, okay, uh, wh- where? Sort of pats the table next to them. Okay, we come and sit over there, <laughs> yes. having having pushed a, a drink near to Grumpsh as best we can. So you sort of pop pop the the drink up next to Grumpsh, and he's like, yeah. grabs the drink, like takes a chug of it, which takes longer than you'd expect. Yeah. This sort of weird, lumpy, slightly glowing, creamy white viscous stuff. Mm. Mm. Fuck it, Grumara's gonna try and have a small <clears throat> sip. <laughs> you have a small sip and first thing you notice that part of it is kind of give me a wisdom roll i need an autism roll for this oh okay hmm. 22 knocks <laughs> it out of the park um it's a lot there is a like a whole texture of like a chewy like a oh. chewy texture oh god i hadn't considered the texture aspect of this and oh. then there's like a creamy liquid but it's really like sweet Okay. And so, it's got like a kind of creamy, milky flavour to it. I'm, I'm going to suggest that the way this is consumed is the same way that I in real life consume things with multiple textures, like say ice cream with chunks in it, which is sort of melt the liquid portion in the mouth uh, while the rest is sort of up on the roof of your mouth and be like, separate it out into different textures before you, you try and tackle it. Okay, so the, the juice is kind of like creamy and sweet, but kind of bland. And the chewy thing is bland as fuck. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, and I'm I'm not like instantly on my on my ass or anything. You've only had a mouthful. Uh, it's it it feels warming in you. Yeah, is this just spiked tapioca? <laughs> not tapioca. Is it custard? Not custard. What other things do, do do the Ambrosia cus- a cu- a company make in the real world? It's not Sago. <laughs> it's rice pudding. Oh. I've got that. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't tapioca in rice pudding? (laughs) What? No, rice is in rice pudding. Yeah. (laughs) Tapioca, different grain. Gotcha. Uh, We were circling the drain. We were getting there. (laughs) Very slowly. (laughs) Viscosity. There are many things of that viscosity. I was like, you've got the brand. I think you can have the joke. Okay. Okay. How how does Grumpsh seem now he's got a drink? Still very focused on the game. Hmm. He's most. Mm, he's un. He he won't stop to talk to people when he's winning. When, when he's playing, really. When, he, when he's playing. Mm. 
Would him there, move... there, there are other people in this bar. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> He, he seemed like the person that would progress the thing. There are lots of other people, but we don't know what their connection to stuff is. Mm. Mm. Anyone else got any plans? Uh, I feel like we should go and ask the sherry lady. They're going to know gossip. Mm. Um, so just before you stand up to go over to the sherry lady, she uh, grabs her glass, sort of waddles over to the bar, <laughs> orders another drink, and shuffles back to her, her little table, and she's sort of delicately sipping this, <gasps> this tiny glass. I should add that since you've been in the bar, this is about the third time you've seen that happen. Okay. Hmm. Small we, glass, lots of them. Can we bring our glass over when we go to talk to her so that we can be like, ah, oh, yes, we are also sophisticated connoisseurs with share a glass of uh, ambrosia. Are we able to hold it by ourselves? Yeah, one of you can hold it. Perfect. <laughs> I don't trust myself to hold it. Uh, Bromara looks to, to to Dee and is like, Dee, I trust you. <laughs> you. You are you are good at things. Yeah, Dee can do that. Uh, so before before we go, before we go, trash trash boy. Um, we're gonna go chat with the uh, the lady with the sherry glass over there. Any like tips? Anything we should know? Anything to like definitely not do? Yeah, that's Camilla. She's like. She's pretty boring. I mean, it's weird. Like, here we have all these really fascinating, interesting gods, and human gods just bland. Like, she seems to think that she's being more pious than the rest of us by drinking small glasses, but I don't know if you've noticed, she's up there and down there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Getting so don't point in. out how many of them she's had, definitely. Yeah, I mean, don't guarantee that she's not already a little bit tipsy. I mean, look at the state of that face. Proper gammon. Um, how's the tabaxi doing in the shark-winning Olympics? Um, so the last round was won by Grumpsh, and he's actually taken Ari's bow off the table. <gasps> uh, and they're just anteing up for another round. Ooh. But it doesn't seem that anyone else at the table has another shark. Mm. Hmm. So they did win all the sharks. All the shots are off the table. <laughs> okay. So yeah, should we should we go talk to uh, Camilla then? Yeah. Uh, so so with Dee's help, we get the glass over there. <laughs> um, you you said this one was pious, didn't you? Looks 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 kind of pious. Okay. Which is weird considering they're a god. So on the way over there, Dust is going to manifest a dust cap and is just going to take it off and cap in hands as he approaches to look, you know, re- respectful. Re- respectful. He's taking his hat off. <laughs> Has he put his foot back on yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I should probably do that as well. <laughs> go grab the foot on the way. <laughs> well, your foot is dirt. Can you just make the foot come back to you? I mean, that's what I assumed was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like the hand in the Adams family. Oh. <laughs> Except it reconnects. Yeah. How are you um, going to greet Camilla? Excuse me, um, miss, your, your worship. Uh, gosh, I should have asked how to go about this before I came over. Oh, Hi. hello, my child. Uh, hello, do you mind if we uh, sit and have a drink with you? Please uh, come sit down and enjoy we... all that this great life has to offer. Oh, we shall, we shall. We we took we we took the bartender's recommendation of uh, we 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 we, uh, we we got one of those as well. It was it's a very nice looking glass. Deep plops it down. Well, you know, I am not a big one for drinking, but one does like to indulge in a little to enjoy the best that this world has to offer. That's that's what we thought as well. That's lovely to meet you. It's lovely to meet you too, my dear. And she holds her stomach, and you you hear a a, a bit of a rumble there. Oh dear, do excuse me. I'm absolutely famished. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. What I wouldn't give to be back among my people. And she looks wistfully over at the piano. And then back to you. Oh, yes, it is a terrible thing. And she, she kind of sips her sherry, but somehow manages to suction the entire glass completely clean in one go. Ah. And goes, do excuse me a moment. No worries. And she shuffles over to the bar, gets herself another drink, and returns. Um, oh, I, I saw you looking at the, uh, piano. What's the, the deal with that? Well, we always used to play with Luthic singing, but it seems that, uh, ever since her little falling out with Grumpsh, we are not really playing anymore. What caused that little falling out? Oh, those two. Grumpsh can't keep his hands to himself. Is is that a repairable situation? Because, I, I, I mean, this is our first time here in the Celestial Tavern, and it'd be wonderful to hear what kind of music the gods could put together. I mean, it'd be a real real treat. We would, we would be experiencing the finest this world has to offer. I think your best option would be if you could perhaps get all the original singers together. Perhaps if they were to... At least gather round the piano again. We might encourage Luthic to come down. As it is, I fear there are too many rifts. Well, uh, we, we, we got a drink for uh, for old Grinch. Is That's, that a start? That certainly will. We can calm him down. Oh, and you hear a tummy rumble again. Uh, your, uh, your, your worship, I... Uh, yes, my child. If, if you would like some food... I I do have some some thoughts if uh if 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 you would like to hear them. An apple pie. Do you have an apple pie, my child? And she she's she's looking at you hungrily. Um Dusty doesn't break eyes on the floor contact and just gets gets the last little apple pie out of his bag. <gasps> of oh course, my. of course, your worship. Although my child. Uh, what I was going to suggest was the pusmare pus outside. She's uh she she asked for some chips when she got back, and she's been quite a while. So, uh, the the chip situations escalated a fair bit. Now you seem to be very skilled at uh, temperance there, and not not getting yourself too drunk. Perhaps you might have some wisdom that might help her out and get her home, and we can all have some food there. Honestly, I think the only one with the healing skill to wake her up now would be Luthic, but she won't come down. Mm. Well, uh, mm. is she, it, we, we've given her the apple pie. Oh, this is absolutely what I've needed. Yes, yes, I think I think this will do very well indeed. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. If there's anything else I can do to give you advice, do let me know. And with that, she scoffs the apple pie, sucks down another sherry, and heads a sherry glass of ambrosia and heads to the bar. Uh, when she gets back, can we ask, um, so who are the other people in the band that we would need to get back around the piano? Well, Zizix, of course. An amazing voice. And then I suppose we'd need Ari and Adamant. And perhaps, uh, perhaps Callistra as well. Although she's had a bit of a falling out with Dahlia. Uh, Dahlia, the UMT, Callistra's had a falling out with. Yes. Yeah, why is that? Just immediately hurts them. (laughs) I believe there was some deceiving the deceiver. Some treachery against the treacherous. And I don't wish to, uh, to spread gossip, but, uh, someone's can dish it out more than they can take it. Hmm. Do you want to take another look around the bar? Yeah, sure. So, Grumpsh is looking a little bit more chipper with a drink. Camilla is looking very happy, having enjoyed a pie. Uh, Mittens seems to have 
still be playing, so perhaps does not have all of the the uh, the soft sharks. Oh, do we have to find more sharks around the room? Uh, Zizix is playing Five Finger Fillet by the door. Oh, Dusty wants to join in. Lizard folk, so probably grow that back. Ari is looking uh, like 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 they're struggling to keep their pot going. Uh, Adamant is uh, just sort of sitting there, just staring at Ari. Oh, D- Dusty wants to go over to the lizard folk. Yeah, I think you've hit, just hit on something really smart, which is you can do this game and you'll probably be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've just shown that you can lose a foot, so... Yeah. It's got pros and cons. It does. does. Excuse me there. Uh, mind if I join you? That looks... That looked quite fun. Can you show me how to do it? Sure, I can show you how to play. And right. he takes a, a dagger that would be a sword to you out, um, holds your hand, like grabs you by the, uh, grabs you by the wrist, slams your hand on the table, and starts just stabbing around your hand with a knife in this very specific pattern. Okay. It's like that. Right. So you get a weapon and you go across like that and back like that. I That's think right. I've got it. And he gets his warhammer out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It has to be a pointed weapon. A thin, pointed weapon. <laughs> Who's got a pointy weapon? I, I mean, I've got pointy weapons. I was just doing it for Keck. That's, that's fair. Blizzard <laughs> folk looks a little bit concerned at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too impressed with my own shit. Give me a minute. <laughs> okay, so... Dusty makes a little dust dagger, and he starts trying to follow along with it. What do you want me to roll to to be fun? Dexterity, I guess. Twenty, not natch. Nice. Um. Okay, you do this really, really well, and the the lizard folks just watching you, like, yeah, yeah. Say, what say we make this interesting? I mean, th- this is already pretty fun, but sure. What did you have in mind? How about a little competition? All right. Uh, I'm not sure what competitions I'd be good at. Roll me 10d10. 59? So you and the lizard folk are just sort of like eyeing each other out of the corner of your eyes and just furiously just stabbing amongst your fingers to get this to come out. Um, And then just like you're really ramping up. You're way past 50. And all of a sudden he just stabs himself in the finger, like cuts the whole finger off. It goes flying across the table. He's like, daff. Ah. And you keep stabbing away for a few more. And and then, like, once you realise victory is clear, you sort of step back and, and let that, and you're sort of shaking the hand. And after a few moments of shaking, you realise the finger's grown back already. But there's a little white line just around where that finger's gone. And you notice, like, a few other scars on, on the fingers where this has clearly happened before. <laughs> I like you. Oh, I like you too. Well, this has been most invigorating. I didn't think I was feeling up to company, but perhaps I shall join the table. And I stand up and walk over to the main card gaming table and get dealt in. Ah. I've just worked out what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yes. We can get everyone to go join the... Be like, ah, yes, I can do company and I don't hate anyone that's currently at the table. We can get the table and then, aha, they'll all realise piano's right over there. Hmm. Okay, who else seems like an ob- have we got an obvious in with? Can we have a look around again? So, there's everyone sitting at the table that you know. You know that the uh, Dahlia is sitting in the booth at the end nearest the piano. 
Um, and then you have uh, Camilla sitting off to one side, uh, but she's just happily watching the game. Well, she's sort of covertly watching the game. Doesn't want to seem too interested. Probably wouldn't play herself, but she is sort of enjoying. She'll she'll come join if everyone else but her is there. Probably. Whom can say? Okay. An interest is certainly there. Uh, mm. Can we go ask either Trash Boy or uh, Camilla about Dahlia? Actually, we've we've heard from Camilla. Maybe ask Trash Boy about Dahlia. No one has any objections. No, that's what Dee was thinking. Find yeah. out before Kalistria gets here. Well, do you do you want to ask them? Yeah. So, um, you're heading over. You notice that Trash Boy's gone to the bar, and they appear to be ordering food. Ooh, no chips here. You well, I mean, you can't tell until you get closer. But uh, food is is ordered, and uh, Calm hands Trash Boy like a huge platter with like. Just nuggets? Just a huge platter of nuggets? Nuggies! Is, is this the 200 uh, nugget plate? Yeah, like a 200 nugget platter. <laughs> wow. Um, and they also put like a little basket of condiments yeah. on the bar next to it. <laughs> Any particular condiments stand out? You've got uh, like ketchup, obviously, a bit of mustard, barbecue mm-hmm. sauce, sweet chilli. All the good ones. Such refined palates, the gods. <laughs> Um, so we heard that Dahlia and Kalistra have a little bit of a thing? Yeah, there's been some animosity there. Like, I don't know the exact details, but I know that Sir Kalistra is pissed. Hmm. Do you know any details? Honestly, I'm not entirely sure. I try not to get involved with two, those two. They are more dangerous than I'd like to admit. Dahlia doesn't really even do anything. She just sits there peeling snakes and then throwing the skeletons at the, the piano so she gets another one. Hmm. Is the snake and the piano related or is that just where they get thrown? I don't fully understand. It's something to do with the world and how the gods interact with it. Oh, is the piano like... Mm, is that part of interacting with the world is playing the piano? Mm. Huh. Okay. Um, any anything we should know about, like, earlier that we definitely shouldn't do, or... Honestly, I'd keep her at arm's reach. She's, I mean, especially if you're a follower of Callistra, mm-hmm. you might not want to be seen to be cozying up to her too much. So this is not a mission for Dee, then. Mm, apparently and not. And Trash Boy take, takes all the nuggies over to the table, and just leaves the little basket of condiments on the table. Apparently, they're going in raw on these. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, they're cooked. But... Yeah. Can I percept the the snake peeling, throwing, pianoing, snaking? Uh, yeah, sure. I roll an eight to watch some snakes. She is just taking, like, like grabbing a tooth and like some of the edge of the mouth of the snake, and just peeling down the side of it, eating all the flesh, and like dropping the teeth on the table. There's a little pile of teeth, almost like pistachio shells. Mm. You might otherwise find. And every time they finish a snake, there's just the skeleton left and they just lob it at the piano. There's kind of a thung as like the keys sort of get just tapped enough and another snake appears on the table in front of them and they start the whole process again. Hmm. Is, uh, do we know what Dahlia is the god of? Yuanti. Patron god of Yuanti. There is a sudden silence that comes over the bar. Like, it wasn't that noisy in here already like people were basically just sort of eyes down very much focused occasionally you'd hear like like aunties being pushed onto the table and like people like muttering or or celebrating a victory or gathering in their winnings or Ari just shaking their head having lost again 
But suddenly there is just a, a real silence. And you, you t- turn towards the door and there is this long-eared elven figure <laughs> with just like incredibly thin limbs. She's got like this real like waspish waist and she's wearing like a, a black and yellow cocktail dress, like horizontal stripes. And there it's she is beautiful, but it's almost like someone went, here's beautiful. And I'm just going to just crank that up a little bit more. So it just looks kind of terrifying, but also incredibly hot, but definitely terrifying. Have, 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 have you met her before, Dee? That's that's her. Have, have you have you actually met before or? Oh no no. Okay. D is not a very good cleric at all. <laughs> <laughs> there is like a click clack as she walks across the bar, and she sort of walks far enough up the bar that she can look straight across at Dahlia, and she orders a drink. It's a nicer cup. But it's definitely a pint of ambrosia that she's drinking. Hmm. Dee, do you want to introduce us? I do. <laughs> I'd have to introduce myself first. Oh, need to tidy myself up. Do you want me to, to introduce you, love? No, I, I, I can do it. I Be confident. I can do it. Oh. Dee will lead everyone over. Oh, heck. Does Dee say anything? Sorry, I was waiting to see if something was going to happen. Oh no, we're leaving this you're, in your hands. You're not nearly important <laughs> enough to have um, been noticed automatically. Greetings, beloved, beautiful one. I am Dee, your devoted follower. Oh, now that's good to hear. And who are these friends? These are my esteemed compatriots, Dusty. And Dee will, like, present Dusty. <laughs> Dusty's knees hit the deck. Oh, I do like a man on his knees. <laughs> and who is this? This is the delightfully deceptive Brilmara. Brilmara. Ooh, you draw your powers from a dark place. Indeed I do, indeed I do. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad that the uh, the, the tattoos clued you in. And you three might be just the group I need. Oh, yeah? I say Delilah fears nothing, but she has irritated me, and I'm looking for the perfect way to get her back. Perhaps mm. someone with your skills as a group... Perhaps you could do something to put a little fear into our Delilah. <laughs> she chugs her drink in one and sort of clicks her fingers at the barman who gets her another one. I do want to raise my hand and ask, is Delilah and Dahlia two separate people? Oh, sorry, shit. I like the idea that it's just contempt of not even bothering to get a name. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> yes, perhaps you can irritate De- Deirdre for me. Whatever her name was. Oh, what exactly are you are you hoping we'll do? Oh, I'll leave that up to you. I'm sure your brain could come up with something wonderful. And she literally puts her hand on your head and rustles your hair. <laughs> Not mine. Yes. <laughs> Dee, how do you feel about the fact that I am the first one to get a hair rustle? <laughs> Be like, Dee will remember that. Oh, <laughs> look at you all. And she then grabs Dee and Dusty by the cheek and does the cheek squeeze. <laughs> Aren't you oh. all adorable? <laughs> skin to skin contact, Dee feels better. <laughs> Dusty makes the sound of terror. You've never heard it before, but you know what it is. <laughs> oh, you shiver. <laughs> Do enjoy this.
Um, hmm. My, my only concern to the group is, whatever we do, I don't want it to be something... Because we can get D's God back on, on side. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do something that's then going to make Dahlia go, I don't want to be at the table now. She's not been mentioned as one of the singers. Oh, oh, so we don't need to get Dahlia to the table. You know that Callistra's one of the singers. Okay. Then mm. we can definitely do whatever to please my god. I, the one thought I do have is if we do do something kind of horrible to uh, to Dahlia, Dahlia is a god. We we could be on the end of some anger from a god. Oh, god so it has to be <laughs> has to be um, very sneaky. Yeah. Hmm. D, this is your god. Seems like your domain. What what do we do? Romara says, hoisting the very scary responsibility away from herself. <laughs> I shall not come up with the plan because then I can I can point fingers. It shouldn't be something obvious. It would need to be tricksy. Otherwise, you know, it wouldn't be impressive uh, to Calistra. We don't know very much about uh, shoot. Now, now I'm all mixed up. Is it Dahlia? <laughs> we don't know very much about Dahlia, do we? Not really, no. Apart from the fact that she peels snakes. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe your god would know about the snake peeling. Oh, yeah. And or may, maybe know some additional information that could help us with planning this. Calistra, what my devoted deceptress... Deceptress? I'm going to go with it. What What is the purpose of the snakes? She eats them, dear. She eats them and then she summons another sacrifice. And as usual, her people just throw themselves on the altar. Another sacrifice. Dedication to the cause. Hmm. And is there anything we should know about uh, about Dahlia that would help us to you know any any known weaknesses or uh, or anything habitual they do that you know we could take advantage of? She pisses me off, dear. That's enough information for me. Dusty, how complex can you make your dust shapes? Um, a five foot cube. Anything in it. Snake's bigger than a five foot cube. Yep. Damn. A coiled snake, however. It's a snake big enough for uh, a god, so. Hmm, how big a snake would we need for that? Hmm. What if they, they don't hit the piano? The snake skeleton hitting the piano presses the keys. The piano's dirty. The dirt could not let the thing hit the piano. She walks oh. over to the piano. We use. The uneven terrain feature and watch them go ass over tit in front of everyone. Oh. Hmm. That's not a bad start to a plan, yeah. Hmm. Anything else we've got that could contribute to that? We could move those sauces so that they would fall on them. Well, speaking of the sauces, as you're all making your mind, you notice that Calm, sort of no, realising that the bo- uh, basket of sauces isn't going to be taken, sort of picks them up and pops them just down the far end of the bar. You can still reach them on your side, but they've been tidied away. Okay. Yeah, we could maybe get them in some position so that Dahlia tripping over on the way to deal with the snake that didn't do its thing, that we could maybe jerry-rig the sauces to fall. Is there somewhere, like, above above Dahlia's route that we could we could position sauces? There is a balcony directly above her, like the stairs up to the upper floor. There's like a balcony that wraps around directly above where the booths are. Okay, okay, so maybe we could... Dusty could make the the snake not press the keys so that Dahlia has to get up and go inspect. I would also point out, but you were told that it had to be something to put the fear into her. Okay. What's... what's... we don't... what's Dahlia afraid of? I get the impression that, that that's not information that we uh, might need to go gonna... actually talk to Dahlia. Oh, you could you could charm it out of her. Well, not not the these uh, been very openly praising of uh, Galistra over here. What, 
what if what if I go over? I could probably uh, I could probably do some charming. Snake charming. <laughs> I'm I'm fairly charismatic. Um, let's go for it. Bromara's gonna head over and uh, not too not too close as to be in the danger zone of being attacked, but uh, you know. Uh, oh hi, do you mind if I uh, come join you? How can I put this? Get lost. And she flicks one of the, the snake teeth at your head. Yeah, okay. Finishes peeling the last strip off, throws the skeleton at the piano, and the snake on the table starts to slither towards you as she sits there just eating the last strip and just watching the snake. Uh, don't need to tell me twice. Thank you for your time. And I back away. As you're backing away, the snake just takes... It's it's big. Yeah. It takes a bite, like, right... Just almost touching the end of your nose. You can feel it breathing at you. Mm. But she grabs it by the tail and pulls it back and, again, breaks a tooth and peels it down. Okay, okay. Um, Ramara's gonna get a trash boy for advice. Um, hey, so, Dahlia in the corner there. Um, weird question. Any idea what they're afraid of? I thought fear was your domain. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I'm i just curious if there's any information on anything specific to this person that this person is afraid of, that we know of. Honestly, I thought she was afraid of Callistra, but those two seem to be working their things out in the weirdest ways. It's all going to be treachery and deception and overly elaborate schemes with Callistra, I'll be honest. Does, uh, does Dendar ever come here? I suppose Dendar could come here, if Dendar was inclined to come here. Hmm, okay, okay, okay. Um, Bromara's gonna go get some of the ketchup from the other end of the, uh, the, the bar and make a little portal to pop her head in and, uh, chat to Dendar. Where, where is this portal? Uh, I, I don't know. Where, where's somewhere out of sight? Uh... Outside. <laughs> so, yeah, you can yeah. head outside. There's... The god of service workers is not about to start scraping up your burnt ketchup. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> uh, outside, somewhere around the back of the tavern, out of sight. Okay. On, on the sand. Yeah, exactly. I can bury it in other sand afterwards. Okay. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sloppy circle, by virtue of the fact that it's on sand. Yeah. You do see a majestic bit of tumble where you go past. <laughs> is it a functional circle? Oh, it'll work. Yeah, uh, I, I activate the circle. And stick your head in? Yep, stick my head in. Uh, hey, Dendar, hi. Ah, uh, I am Thor. Hi, um, so, long time no speak, I am working on trying to scare a pretty big target, trying to put some fear into someone uh, on the upper end of fear targets, and I was wondering if you could maybe give me a hand or point me in the right direction. Mm, I do like the idea of this. Yes, so, um... I've I've just popped in from the Celestial Tavern, and uh, there's someone there called Dahlia, who... Oh, she's very unpleasant. Yeah, so I don't know if you know anything about them, or what they might be afraid of, how we could inflict some fear, but I'm here to do some fear work. Oh, I think oh, we could work on something. something. You could you get, get a, a circle, circle near enough, enough to, to her. her. I think I, I might be able to organise something, something particularly surprising. Uh, okay, options. Could try and get one under her table, or one on the balcony up above her. Either of those workable? I'll leave that up to you, I am Thor. Hmm. So at this point, Romara's going to pop back out and... Uh... And as you do, like, all of the the, the ketchup and, and mustard just sort of sizzles <laughs> uh, and is 
giant stuck on the sand? Question mark. Yeah. The wind picks up and it just rolls away. <laughs> a, a condiment tumbleweed. A cum- condiment tumbleweed. <laughs> Summoning circle. <laughs> if other things live out here, it's gonna confuse the fuck out. Of us. Uh, mm. Oh, oh. Team mm. thoughts. Mm. What if we continue the the original dusty stops the uh, the the snake hitting the piano plan? Uh-huh. Uh and position the the Dendar circle somewhere hidden but along the route that Dali is gonna have to walk. So that as she's approaching the the piano, she unwittingly walks into Dendar's trap. It's about four feet. She is sitting in a booth which looks directly at the piano. The piano is about four feet away, so she if she stood oh. up from her bench at that booth, yes, there would be the bench on the other side of that booth, and then she could literally lean over and touch the piano. Okay, okay. So, mm, circle above the booth, is that doable? You can certainly try. Romara is going to attempt to create the circle up on the balcony above the booth. However, she's going to lay down napkins and do the, the circle on napkins so that it's easily... Yeah, consider uh, it. Yeah, so that it's more easily, you know, clear-uppable for the God of Service staff. You're many things, but not a vandal when someone has to clean it up. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so, at this point, circle is going to be activated. While you're standing next to it, or...? Yes. Okay. Um, it's fine, it's my own god, I'm sure it'll be fine. Sorry, you were going to say something, Gusty? I was just going to say that doesn't sound safe, but okay. Yeah, it's my god, it's fine! So, you draw the big old circle, like a full-sized circle. Yeah. You do the somatic gestures, Mm. you do the little vocal elements, Mm. and the circle, sort of, all the lines in it glow bright purple, and then it does that thing where, like, all the light comes straight out up up from it, so it it looks all weird in anime. And then just this hoofing great snake just comes headfirst out (laughs) over the the balcony, (gasps) lands dead on top of Dahlia, and just swallows her whole and just vanishes. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's just a roaring moment. People look up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and in this moment, uh, Callistra turns around and is just like. That is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> There's like another one of those silent moments. <laughs> yep. Like a completely silent moment, and Dahlia is standing by the doors again, covered in like slightly fizzing slime, <sighs> and just shaking on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully that'll appease uh, appease a certain someone for a while. Callistra finishes her however many drink. She turns towards the door and puts her hand to her hip and as she does so, like, this bullwhip just appears there. (laughs) She unspools it, flicks it, bashes Dahlia, like, right between the eyes with just a single thwack and this huge red welt appears and she falls back on the ground, walks over, puts one sort of stilettoed heel on her shoulder and sort of pushes a bit and she's got a big smile on and she seems very happy. (laughs) And she blows a little kiss to Dee Oh. <laughs> kicks kicks Dahlia out the door again, like out into the sun. 
and goes and sits down on Grumpsh's other side. Wow. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on stonemonkeyradio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Battle of Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 bye.